Hey friends, it's Lisa Purdy with Professional Pharmacists. Uh, today we're going to speak about what it means to manage people in our current culture versus how it used to be and why it's so important we understand and embrace the future. Stay tuned. So right now we have four generations working alongside each other, which is way different than you've ever seen in culture before. And the separation between the 20s and 60s is far greater than we've seen before. It can be difficult to know how to manage each of them at the same time. You have those in the last quarter in their 50s and 60s full of wisdom and experience. When they grew up in the job market, there was still loyalty, and those older than them would make decisions behind closed doors and just tell them what to do. So whether they agreed with it or not, they basically had to follow instructions. Any major decisions that were made, they were just not involved and expected to follow. Their goal was basically just career career growth. Those in their 40s, they're thinking about the end. They're looking at their lives and hoping it was worthy and everything they dreamed. They grew up maybe invited to that boardroom to make the decisions, um, but really they were there to hear about them and kind of hide in the corner and expected to keep quiet and not get involved. They kind of got a taste of what it was like, um, and at least they got to see it, but that was about it, and that's where it ended. So then we have a 30-something crew with a different goal. They want to be in the boardroom, um, but they also want to be sitting at the table helping to make those decisions. They want to hash out those problems and be part of the solutions. And although they know that you ultimately are the one with the power and the final thought, they really want to be part of things. They're seeking to have a completely open door they have, where they have access to information and to you and a company that provides complete transparency. They value having input and being part of projects and improvement. They want to feel involved. This involvement can help give them the feeling of ownership, which is becoming our new loyalty. One thing to keep in mind, though, is with this world of emerging freelancers, they always have an, op an eye open to other possibilities. So why tell you this? As a leader, you need to understand those you lead. You need to know how they are wired. Managers in the past were bosses who enforced the law, so to speak. If we continue that path, we'll actually cripple our company's ability and really the pharmacy's ability to grow and develop. If that happens, I can't speak for the future as to what it will hold, but historically, those who don't adapt to some form of change don't tend to still exist. We want catalytic minds, those who can help continue to develop and inspire our future. Those people capable of doing that do not want a boss. They want to be inspired, released, coached, and challenged, but they aren't looking for you to just manage them anymore. Managers look backwards and make sure things are good, but leaders, they look ahead. They see the future and they invite you to come along with them. They coach and they connect to the future. Authenticity is so important in any organization. Keep in mind, this is the generation of awareness. The reality is your young leaders need a trusting environment. If they trust that you will follow, if they trust you, they will follow you. And if they can't trust you, they won't stay. They want transparency and to know that it exists because they see um, Google and Facebook where anyone in the company can pretty much go to the owners and ask them what projects they're working on. They can easily walk up to them and speak to them. So they're looking for that in your organization. An environment of transparency and authenticity is something the young leaders are seeking out. 
They understand they may be really far away from any power of authority, but they want an opportunity to invest, to speak, into the developing and fine-tuning process of projects. This is what creates an authentic culture. Okay, so what else do we know about those in young leaders and young workers? Um, well, we know that they focus on career, community, and cause, which is way different than the past. Other generations focus really on career advancement. Um, millennials and Gen Zs, they want an organization with the meeting behind it. Your community and cause need to be just as important as your mission, vision, and career advancement. They want to impact more than just the people at work. So, not only has loyalty in a company changed, now our employees have also lost the sense of being loyal. And they keep their eyes open because it's not just about the career, but what they can get in an opportunity-wise that feeds into their identity, feeling impactful, useful, and significant. They have options through LinkedIn and other platforms to help keep themselves available to anywhere in the country. And you know what? Others are accessing them too. So if we want to steward and maintain talented people, we need to be thinking like them and providing opportunities to keep them invested, utilized, and feeling significant. Chances are, with healthcare being so kind of behind the times with this, that if you are able to offer anything like this, you will actually have a huge advantage here. So what else can you do? If you think about it, our culture is very into being accessible. It's expected. So if you think you can lead from your office and know your staff, you probably won't be in leadership much longer. You need to know the job of those you lead. You need to be able to jump in, and you need to be able to be easily found. And you should honestly be rounding regularly at various times so that people can see you and know they have access to you. Our culture is eliminating the middleman, and your staff wants to have access to you as their point leader. Now, the next thing to think about is people want to buy into something and feel part of something. We want to belong and know that what we do um, with our life um, is important. And if you think about it, as a culture, we tend to buy into subscriptions and everything. Um, As an organization, we want to offer our staff to buy into our brand. We want them to feel like they're a tribe, and we want them to be proud to be here. So if you think one way to do this and create this is um, really coaching, you know, getting to know your people, knowing their interests, their desires, plugging them into specific project needs, involving them in discussions, and then coaching them through it. Pharmacy really isn't known for doing this despite our roots of being a, um, having apprenticeships. Uh, so maybe we return to that concept in a way. Be the group that stands out and mentors our people and be the place where everyone wishes they, they could work for. So kind of think about that. Think about how people buy into subscriptions um, all the time in order to feel part of something. Let's have them buy into being um, part of our team. Um, If you weren't aware, most businesses are kind of dissolving hierarchy. If you have a problem, um, you as a leader are not probably the best one to know how to actually solve it, right? The frontline staff are. So one way to kind of get to know your staff and know those problems is to create a council with your staff to identify and provide solutions to the problems you have. 
Um, so I highly recommend this. Your job is really, as a leader, to identify those that are best able to serve in this and to allow for honest communication. You also need to let go of that short leash so that <laughs> so you can allow them the freedom to really impact things, not micromanage them. That's kind of a thing of the past. If you're able to do this, this will absolutely help create a tribe and a place of ownership who allow for an authentic and transparent organization. You would be building pillars of trust and incorporating their ideas. And you might find some red tape or pushback in your organization because healthcare is not used to this, but every great forerunner will kind of run into some kind of snag, and I'm guessing that you can find a way to make this um, work and be a little bit of a difference. If you're able to create a committee that is seeking process improvement, um, you actually allow for these new uh, millennials and Gen Zs to feel impactful, a part of things. They feel like they're in an authentic place that actually um, has goals of including them. And um, it can be exactly what you need to maintain them. So if you need help in this, you can check out the podcast I did on opportunity versus empowering. Um, so check that out. Um, all this content, I think, uh, is definitely stuff that we use here. But um, I wanted you to know of a guy, Brad Lemenick. He's actually out of Catalyst. Um, and he provided a lot of this material that we, we are using. But anyway, thank you for listening. If you like podcasts like this, please subscribe and maybe add some stars so others can find it. Um, I appreciate you guys tuning in. You guys have a great day. Bye-bye.